You all right, Bo? <laughs> uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to There Will Be Dungeons. Uh, Bo is dying. You all right, buddy? He's muted. He's he okay? Yep. Okay. <laughs> get a get a blueberry down the I'm wrong. Sorry. Hole. I'm sorry. Um, I was closing windows and making my desktop efficient for DMing when um, I got an email from Groupon with the subject line "affordable massages." <laughs> And it made me laugh. I don't know. Wow. It's going to be that kind of show, everybody. I'm excited now. That's fantastic. As uh, a group. Yeah, as a group. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere else, three other people laughed with you, and they'll all be there on Saturday at 3. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Speaking at Saturday at 3. 30. Uh, this is the show we call There Will Be Dungeons. We're going to play Dungeons & Dragons. That's how this works. We're pretty excited to be bringing it back to you. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, Kristen Ashton, and of course, the one and only Kyle Ferguson. And we bring to you yet another adventure in the vein of There Will Be Dungeons. However, as always, before we get going, I'm going to read an email. This was sent to us by somebody going to the website and sending it. You can go to therewillbedungeons.com to do that very thing. This is Jason, and he says, Hi, Scott and crew. I just wanted to tell you that my 10-year-old daughter loves listening to the to There Will Be Dungeons. I told her we were going to finish the episode. She put down her tablet and turned it off immediately and started watching uh, Sorry, watching it, and it was great to see. Bo does a great job keeping us entertained. Hope, Bok Bok, uh, and her favorite... Sorry, Hope and Bok Bok are her favorite characters, followed closely by Varel. So Varel, sorry, backseat to the queen and a disgusting little goblin. Uh, thank God she wasn't with me when Bok Bok was violating himself in the corner. Thanks for all you do, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I'm like, uh... <laughs> that's my favorite part. He's missed. Bok she missed Bok that. Is the best character. Yeah, Bok Bok is not for kids. No, never, <laughs> never was, never will be. Bok Bok should be avoided at all costs. But he is pretty great, and I hope we get to see him soon. Thank you for that message. If you'd like to be like that and send a message in, you can do it. There will be dungeons.com. Please do it, and we'll love you for it. All right, and before we go, a quick note. A bunch of you signed up for our support thing this week, which is great. It's a brand new week. It's early in July, so perfect time to jump in. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to therewillbedungeons.com, and you can check it out. Uh, I've noticed an uptick in the level that gets you custom artwork every month in the shape of a printed D20. Original artwork from me on one side, on the other side are original album art, and you can only get it that way. It's exclusive to you. Uh, so thanks for that. You also get our bonus shows, lots of other stuff. So go check that out. Oh, and that new bonus show, or the bonus show from last week, will go on the regular feed today for those who are not supporters. So just think, seven days ago, you could have had access to that content. Yet here you are waiting too late. Well, there's a way to fix it. There will be dungeons.com. So take care of that. All right. I think that's it. Let's get a recap from Kristen. Kristen, what happened last time? Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, fitted in the fate for they flew. Follow grabbed, follow, let's restart this. Fitted in the fate for, they flew. Follow gabbed about his group, how they suffered super skills and were suspended from society. He divulged his developing dependence, Silva's disguise, edged ears to enshroud her elven endowment. Stanley spoke to her in their special speech, noting his native name, Valera Ornath. Due to the detriments they had dealt with, the trio was trying for tranquil turf, and Tiekkala was tempted so long as Follow exercised his expertise to expose the execrable. All agreed, Hope promised to pronounce their procurement. Lusty lightning lashed loudly. 
Oppressive, purple and prodigious pushed their way. Hope dared to drive in the downpour, but deemed it too daring a difficulty. This was compounded by quick catches of a capacious creature coursing through the cloudburst, inferred only an instance of illumination. Stanley set up his shielded shelter while Nash dug a ditch to deny any deluge defacing their domicile. Then Varel and Nash bared their butts, bracing their bald bodies in the blasting beads. Stanley soothed Silva, singing a song from a suppressed subconscious. But suddenly there came a tapping, as of some uh, one loudly rapping, rapping at the Fate Four's door. Nash and Varel nearly, uh, Nash and Varel nearby nearly knocked out the noise until they noticed it was Nash. He had reported to return. He had reported to return the robbed reserve, stating it was supposed to be a leg, not an egg. Then the next Nash knocked, followed by a final Nash fancying an egg. After all were appeased, they bounced, but not before beckoning the behemoth with all of their banter. Varel flew under the fate four as a frightening fossil marched through the mud, sniffing for its snack. Now rejoin our heroes as they lo lay low while a lizard looks for luscious lumps. Will Varel get to engage in glorious battle with a T-Rex? Can Silva bring out Stanley's backstory? And how many Nashes does it take to screw in a light bulb? Stay tuned for today's adventure in the wide world of The Wastes. Man, try saying that five times fast. Nice job. Lots Did of... you say excribible at one point? Excribble. Excribble. Ex yeah. It's a word. Excribble. Yeah. Come I've on. never heard that word before. Look, Canada. I'm, I'm happy to have learned a new word. I have to look up what it means. Canadian education. Just kidding. Go ahead, Bo. Is, Take it away. Is, is it like kibbles and bits that used to be kibbles and bits? No. No. Excribble. Excribbles. Excribbles. Nice. Look. All right. <clears throat> it's nighttime in the purple desert. The rain is torrential coming down like mad hope stanley and nash maggard of the solar mines along with follow sira and rorf and not wharf i realized later that this two sound very much the same rorf are in the tiny hut and when they look at the large puddle left by the many nashes in the center of the tiny hut they saw rippling accompanied by shaking in the ground. They are all not entirely clear what is happening, but you have a good idea. The one person with a full idea of what is going on is Varel Rasvim Kurik, placed underneath the Fate Four, looking out and seeing large, scaled feet. Feet almost as big as the Fate Four itself. And the bottom of a jaw appears. And you hear... <laughs> and large jets of steam billow out into the rainy air. The beast is searching. As this happens, Varel, you begin to feel... Like if you took a cat and then put it in a paper bag that it couldn't break out of and sprayed it with water. <clears throat> That's what your chest is starting to feel like right now. What do you do? It is a glorious foe, but I need to get it away from the car 
because that's our primary source of transportation. Unless, of course, the best thing happens, which means I subdue the beast and ride it to great glory. Either way, I'm going to run out from under the car, and as I go, I'm going to light my shield. Mm -hmm. Ian Malcolm style. And I'm going to make the 40 feet away from the car, light it up, and then run over to the edge of Nash's big hole. <laughs> okay. And for a dash action and await it there. Okay. Uh, so you're, do you're not doing this with any stealth, I take it? You're doing it... No, not at all. Just, like, I I'm in the... So it's sniffing. Yeah. I'm in the back half of the other side of the car. I push myself out of it, run my 40 feet barbarian speed at the 40 foot mark, poof, light up the shield, and, and you know, scream, give my roar, All right. and, and then run this, another 30 feet. As you do this, with very quick speed, the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex looks up and goes, uh, and goes, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, uh, it was good. <laughs> that was my let, best. Don't let my anybody tell you that Bo has been deterred by people saying, don't yell into the microphone. No, he has not awesome. deterred one bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a verse similitude, folks. I try to go for realism. Here. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he yells really loudly. Um, Okay, so uh, let's initiate for combat. You hear the yelling from inside the tiny hut, so you're also a part of this initiative role, tiny hut people. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. So we're tiny all here. We're <laughs> initiative role, tiny hut people. I like the sound of that. Someone could take that the wrong way. I got a 23. I'm in danger. I got a 5. <laughs> I don't want to freak anyone out, but that's a hell of a roll I got there. It's because you have powerful magic. You've got to be you got to be balanced in some way. I literally can't get a five. Even if I get a one, I can't get a five. Okay, some other rolls, please. Fourteen. Fourteen for the Vorel. Vorel. Mm -hmm. I just realized I've probably been calling you Vorel a lot, even casually. And Nash last week was like, "I don't call him Vorel. I call him Vorel." <laughs> What's your deal with that? Like, too many blueberries? What's that about? Too many blueberries. Okay, that's what I thought. It, it affects my uh, my um, vocal sure. cords. Sure. The Hope, skeletal you... structure of a Canadian. Twenty five. Twenty five for Hope, or Ope, as they say in Quebec. Uh huh. <laughs> <coughs> All right, we're gonna put some other rules here. All right, you were literally last, Scott. I'm Hey, count me shocked. Can't, can't believe it. <laughs> okay. All right, perfect. Uh, so you run over to in front of the hole, uh, Nash's hole, and you light your shield and, and shoot it up into the air, getting the Tyrannosaurus Rex's attention, or the tyrant's attention. It screams, as I've demonstrated. Won't do it again. Um <laughs> Uh, hope so it's it's your turn in the next six seconds so you in the next six seconds you hear the scream you can do an action 
bonus action move, all that kind of stuff. Or you know. no, I'm just gonna. I'm still really tired and confused about all of the gnashes and kind of annoyed that I'm up. I should be sleeping right now. And then Varel, instead of walking into the hut that Stanley has clearly said no one else can enter if we don't want it to, has decided to go out and fight something large. Hope will just wait. If anything bad happens, she'll jump in. But otherwise, she's just gonna. She's. It's like a dog chasing a bone. Go burying his bone or something. You know, Varel needs to kill a dinosaur. Varel can go kill the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you kind of go back to sleep. Stanley, I, 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 Kristen brings up a good question. Now, no yeah. one can enter the hut, right? That you don't say can enter the hut. But Correct. Is it indestructible? I mean... I'm just, I didn't really occur says, to me, and I'm like, uh, does that... So I would imagine, I would imagine so, but I would think at least how I would imagine it if let's say a T-Rex were to step upon it or anything I would imagine it could be like smushed into the ground or it could be oh, okay yeah, you know spells. Like, I would think so but nothing can nothing can penetrate it it says spells and other magic magical effects can extend through the dome or be cast through it I imagine that works both ways yeah, um, yeah. so yeah it's basically indestructible okay interesting yeah. All right, so but, not chills, but not uh, physical attacks, right? Nobody, the the thing can't like leap on the dome, and you can't put you can't put yeah physical attacks. Through. I mean, I'm assuming if magic, you can't shoot fireball through it. You probably can't swing an axe through it either. Is okay. sort of how I think of it. All right, yeah. unless that person was allowed entry, unless yeah. Stanley went, oh, a T Rex, he can come in. <laughs> Come on Hope's in. Trust that would be a crazy <laughs> betrayal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a nuts betrayal? Just like yeah, it's fine. Let the T Rex in. Everyone's like. <laughs> I hope we then assume Stanley has a plan. A little nose comes in, and then you go, ah, just kidding. Cuts the nose off. I don't know how Aww. that would work, actually. It'd be sad. Uh, um, all right, so uh, that means it's Stanley. It's your turn. I've given you a bunch of ideas. Uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to look around, and I'm going to say, um, best as I can tell, I think Varel is going to fight the creature. I cannot leave this place without the shelter falling apart. So, um, Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> I'm going to remain here. If any of you would like to go assist our friend, uh, feel free to do so. But if you need healing or anything, you're going to have to come back in here. I'm not going to let this barrier fall. That's it. That's my turn. All right. A follow looks around and he says... Are you sure we're safe in here? Not. Alright, that's his turn. Varel, it is your turn. Awesome. And I would like at you and rearing up to move. Cool. I would like to advance sadly slightly off the map here, so I can kind of be on the edge. Uh, we can fix this if you just give me a quick second. Before cool. You. Let's see here. Um, height. Now, it won't look cool, but it will be more squares. Awesome. Does that give us more squares? Do you see more squares? Yes. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Cool. I just want to get to the other side of the big hole. Okay. And let me see if I can fire. Yeah, I'm, I'm within my half range, which is a disadvantage, correct, for shooting at max range? Yeah. 
We don't have Jurassic Park rules with this, right? Because like, T-Rexes are supposed to be blind and only base stuff on smell and hearing or whatever? I mean, yeah, no. these are not scientifically accurate Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Okay. <laughs> Neither were the Jurassic Park ones. That's so. true. <laughs> what even is a T-Rex at this point? It's a good point. Cool. So I moved, I will enter my rage, and I will do a double flame shield throw attack at the T-Rex. Okay, do it. A 15 and a... Oh, wait. Well, oh, that's right. Disadvantage. Bummer. I got a natural 20. Okay. So, a 15. Uh, I think you still count to 20 on a dis... Well, no, you got a disadvantage. Yeah, because it's I'm at range. I'm yeah, at 20 range. just means auto hit. You have to use a lower one. I'm sorry, my friend. That's all right. So, 15 for the first attack. It's a hit. Sweet. I'm going to roll the second one here. A 21. Hit again. I hook it up with two flame and shield attacks. What is that range so I don't get my rage bonus? Uh, 11. That's one disappointed lizard. Uh, Ooh. 39 points of damage from the double oh attack. Oh my god. Wow. I don't know why I rolled some good on go my six. T Rexes. Okay, so you, you run to the other side of the hole and you let out two flame shields. Whoosh, whoosh, and they strike it. Where do they strike it? Where are we aiming for? Oh, I'm batting it on the head. I want it to get yeah. away from the vehicle. Strike it right on the nose, and it yells out again. Enraging. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Man>. horrendous. I'm not making it better. <laughs> And so you nail it, and you've, you've angered it greatly as it, its eyes light up with frustration and purpose in your direction. Um, the shield returns to you. Anything else that you'd like to do for your turn? It's all my actions. I'll yell, bow before your fang. <laughs> okay, perfect. So it looks at you screaming now. You've injured it, so it's aware that it, you're capable of hurting it, but it's still angry. And so what it does is it stomps in place, and it goes... One, two, three, and it crushes the fate four. As it walks over it, the wheels fly out, and it just explodes into a pile of <laughs> a pile of metal. Yeah, <laughs> and then it continues and makes. Um, you know, uh, it 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 drags the ground with its claws. It goes, and then it charges. And then it charges into the air, and then just it just sort of falls into, into the hundred foot hole. Uh, there is water in it, but I don't know that'll be enough to break its fall. Where is the Dicerooni? Got a hundred feet? Did the water fill to the brim? Hundred feet of no. rain. No, no. Okay. Last that's we left off, been... I said it filled out maybe at most ten feet. I don't think that's enough to break a Tyrannosaurus Rex's fall. I'm thinking. No, I can't right. imagine so. I'm even madder at wheelchair guy now, for the record. So the damage dice is ten d ten for the fall. Just FYI for everyone. Ten d ten. So I'm gonna need a minute. Yeah, don't fall in that pit, Scott. Holy Dude, shit! Holy you God. made a hundred foot pit. It's one d ten per ten feet. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, 
a one. It's wheelchair guy's fault. Uh huh. Wheelchair guy. We're never gonna get our, get, get our car back. <laughs> Should have stole the keys and ran off with it. Oh yeah, Scott's gonna be so mad when he finds that the Fate Four is destroyed. <laughs> He's gonna be more mad than Hope. <laughs> I, li I like that you said Scott will. Scott already knows. Yeah. He seems moderately annoyed. I'm super. I meant that. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the T-Rex falls into the hole, hits the ground and falls on its side, and it, it, it runs it, like, the way that it falls is that it bashes its face, like, in the far side it just sort of slips and goes poof, poof, and hits the wall, hits the ground you hear the cracking of muscles and bones um, but it is not dead, and so it quickly gets back up and looks up, and it's maybe about 60-70 feet or so, so it's really close to the side, and his little baby arms are trying to, and it's going ah, ah as it screams and yells and a giant jet of steam uh, flies out as it approaches you. Um, Rorf's turn. Rorf kind of looks around the room, sees nobody moving and does nothing. Nash, it's your turn. Uh, all right. Um, uh, you all right? <laughs> yeah, my more pen went away. More, I had to go get my pen. more Foley work from, from Bo. Um, I'm going what did it sound to... weird? Yeah, it sound... yeah, something was funky there. Also, I've Something's running that shouldn't be. Oh, it was my brooch. My brooch scraped something. Probably. You have a brooch? Yeah. Oh, for your cloak. Yeah, you don't really see a lot of the detail on the cloak. We're learning all kinds of new shit about Bo today. I have a brooch. Uh, well, let me broach the subject of a giant dinosaur being outside. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say... You guys hear a loud like bang and, and shake in the ground as if something really heavy fell. Right. I'm gonna light a rock and head out the head out the thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna go. Do is there a specific exit in this, or is it just any which way I want? Any which way you like. Okay. Um, I'm gonna move to there. And um, let's show the chat room where we're at. Okay. Do I have visibility at, of the dinosaur from here? Uh, yep, you do. I well, do. you can see the top of his head jumping and biting. Okay, so he's kind of trapped in, the in there. Yeah. For um. Now. All right, I'm going to. Where's all the earth I moved? Uh, there's a giant mountain of it. Mountain of it to the left. You know, I had the same thought over the week too that we didn't really talk about where the earth you moved to where it went to yeah i didn't think about it either but let's say but we'll just say it's to the left okay i wish i had a way to just throw it all at once right back in the hole and bury him oh if you'd like to fill the, the hole back up with earth it'll the process will be about 15 minutes yeah i don't i'm not gonna do that also it, by doing that that slow just climbs yeah. out slowly over time <laughs> as it gets the... <laughs> <laughs> That's all that would happen. So we're not gonna. I'm gonna that. bury you. <laughs> Climbs out of the pit. It's a really good point. Um, <laughs> all right, I would like to do some real damage here. So I am going to fourth level fireball this bastard. And yes, I said ball. And I'm aiming for, you know, down in the pit where he is. I do not want to affect Varel, and it shouldn't because he's up on the edge, right? So uh, it'll be down in the hole, so <clears throat> it doesn't traverse like angles. All right. I'm gonna as long as you shoot it low enough, you'll be fine. 
I'm going to do that. Um, he's a big, easy target. I don't get any kind of advantage, do I? No. All right, well. Uh, you, there's no attack roll. Yeah, there is for fireball, isn't there? Uh, no, it's a saving throw for the enemy. Oh, shit. Deck six, uh, you just do it. You're like, fireball, no, 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 you're there. You're, you're right. It goes. De uh, dex 15. <laughs> yeah. Give me the... Can you save for that? Well, roll your damage dice. Uh, the T-Rex will not save, so it'll take the full damage. All right. I will do that now. 96. If it's a third-level fireball, what is it? 68 Nine, or 88? 96, it says. 96? Yeah, at this level. Are you Are you casting it at... Level. Are you using a higher level spell slot for Yeah, it? fourth. Fourth level. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the only way to be sure. Okay, one of these dice is not settling. There we go. 28 total points of damage. Okay, perfect. So you fire a fireball at it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Okay. How much was the damage again? Uh, Sorry, 28. Okay, so you fire at I'll add it. Uh, one second, I'm just doing some math here. Okay. All right. Uh, it hits the side of the Tyrannosaurus Rex and just completely melts the side off. His scales just slide off one side of him, exposing rib and muscly tissue, and it screams out in pain and looks back at where that came from, and it begins running in your direction now. Uh, just instantly reacts, runs in your direction, and tries to jump up the side of the side of the hole but can't quite make it out but it's it's clawing at the side of the mud and the walls are sort of coming down a little bit and it's as it's clawing frantically mud is falling down into the base of the hole not okay. enough for him to get out okay but eventually but it is not dead all right that is my turn then all right um hope it's back to you you see a giant explosion uh <laughs> Like the light from an explosion outside the tiny hut. Hope will snap up. You I'm also heard. The direction. You also, because you can't see because the rain is on the tiny hut, so it makes visibility really bad. You just see lots of rain streaking off the side of the hut. You can make out probably shapes, but it's pitch black out. But you heard the sound of metal being crushed. Oh, she'll sit up and she'll stare in that direction and just shake her head. It's probably the most angry she's ever felt since mm -hmm. the game started. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But she knows there's a little girl in the hut, so she's trying to keep it together. <laughs> and that's her turn. Right, Stanley, do you have any at least words of consolation for Hope as you have to spend your turn in the hut? <laughs> no, Stanley, I would imagine having heard that, because this is all in about six seconds, would have just turned and looked at the direction of the of the fate four being crushed looked over at hope and just mouth oh shit <laughs> and that's it that wouldn't have said it out loud but just mouthed it that's it okay my turn uh follow looks to you while you say oh shit and says are you sure we're safe here um, i'm hoping we're safe we're safe for now I don't know really? what happened to Stanley's voice right there. I don't know what happened to follow Got real either. western. Safe for now, right yeah, now. Right now, we're safe for now. Vorel, it is your turn. <laughs> the dino damage you mentioned, is it yeah. massive? Is it unrecoverable? 
it the dino damage is unrecoverable. He he looks um like he's he's in a critical state. Okay. All right. Although so he... I mean it's a great beast. You have no idea how deep the well of its energy goes. It's starting to lag and looks worn. Sure. It doesn't look like it'd be up for getting ridden anymore. So, no. I, no. Yeah. All right. Well, it's at it's at my range here. So I will make my double attack yet again, this time in range. And taunt the beast as I do. For it is mighty, but Pharrell is mightier. <laughs> With two 13s. Uh, let me check its AC. I believe we have a hit on our hands. Uh, you do. Sweet. I'll hook it up with the damage. <laughs> Twenty-seven points of fire damage. Okay, describe how it describe how it dies. Uh, so it backs to me. So I'd just be firing right at its neck nape there, where its spine would be sticking out, and just. Slam, then swing it around again, and slam with the throw shield. All right, so you slam it into submission, and finally, uh, its knees buckle, and then it leans up against the side of the wall, like, and just sort of life. It breathes heavily. There's a last breath, a last jet of steam, and then it holds still, lying against the inside of the, the pit rain pouring on top of it and steam billowing out of its open wounds. I'll stay in kind of battle position, doing the kind of grapevine walk as I make my way around the circle in case it gives one final hurrah bite. Uh, oh, you give it a bite? <laughs> no, 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 no. In, in case it goes. Like, I'm still oh, okay. I'm still ready. The, okay. It may have life in it yet. But I'm making right. my way around towards the stairs. Okay. Um, so for everyone else, combat is, rounds are now over. When you say that, sorry. When you say that, I always picture our characters like this the whole time. And then when you say that, they go like that. Relax their little stance so they're no longer in battle stance. It's pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so as as the surroundings calm and both you and Nash sort of remain quiet, you hear a kaboom in the background as an explosion erupts from the Fate Four. Shit! And everyone in the hut sees a giant bright light come in the direction of the Fate Four, and there's now a flame coming out of the vehicle. Uh, where's I turn to wheelchair guy and go? This was your fault. He's in. You turned to no one. Shit. Where is he? He's not in the in tiny the... hut. Oh, he's in the no hut. No one else left. You oh. guys are the only ones out in the rain. I, I turned to Varel and go, this was wheelchair guy's fault. Whatever oh. we tell Hope, know that my plan was to protect the car and drive it away. I didn't realize it would be infuriated by my attack at the vehicle. Also, I wish to borrow her knife, and I hope I can accomplish both those things. I'll look at Hope inside the tent and say, Hope, I think if that is in fact our vehicle, we're going to need to see if any of those rations can be salvaged. We, uh... I brought them all in? Yes, last oh, game. Oh, did, did yes. you? Yes. I brought them into the hut. I remember that. 
I take that all back. I got... <laughs> Start stuffing the rations in the bag of holding. <laughs> Start eating them furiously. <laughs> <laughs> Every man for himself. <laughs> Bravery. Camaraderie. Let's do this, Nash. All right. I will enter the tiny hut. Same. I'll follow him in. Okay, you enter in. Uh, Varel, Varel, you become immediately dry, thanks to your ability to always be hot. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? <laughs> You okay? Yeah, good? I dropped I dropped my drink and made a little flustered by my hotness. <laughs> um, and Nash is basically dripping constantly with, with water, making a new pool in the hut. Not I have felled the beast. He succumbed to my wits, and Nash's mighty hole. <laughs> <laughs> he succumbed to Nash's mighty hole. Perfect. Mm-hmm. However. My plan was to draw, and I will turn my head very slowly to hope and try to maintain eye contact. The beast away from the vehicle. It was enraged and attacked the Fate Four. And it exploded. I am sorry. Hope's gonna look at the little girl, and she's gonna stare at that little girl really hard. And then she's going to look back up, and she's just going to turn her back. She brings up the blanket of her bedroll up to her eye and then, like, hides them. You stare at her. Hope's just going to turn her back. And she's just going to stare out at the rain. And then she's going to lay down and try to go to sleep. What does this mean? Was that explosion we heard? The vehicle blowing up? Vorel? Uh, Hope? Oh, no. Perhaps no. no. Expletives in the no. rain. They might aid. No. Can I borrow no. your knife? No. Does anyone have a knife I can borrow? <laughs> I don't have one. Says Rorf. I do. Well, I do. Here, or get, yeah, take Stanley's. Toss him one of the daggers. Thank you. Uh, sorry, Hope. I will carry you. No. For the walk. No. Go. <laughs> Let's go. And I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heading back to the T Rex body to use my cunning artisan to make a item from its hide. Oh, and which item would you like to make? Uh, to be determined. Okay. You're gonna let, you're gonna work with the grain and let it tell you what it's making. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, I got you. I got you. Uh, how many hours do you want to spend doing this? Uh, let's see if there's a. I can do it over a short rest, apparently. So, you know, I'll One make hour. it clearly masterwork. Uh. So yeah, I'd spend a bit more time at it. Actually, it. I, I require a dagger to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I can't make a dagger. So I can make a shield, yeah. a club, a javelin, darts, or blowgun needles from it. I'd let you make a dagger. a dagger. Okay. 
I'd love to make but, a dagger of my own. I'd let you make like a dagger of its tooth or of its refined bone if you sharpen the bone down. That's cool. Fine. You're not getting anything like insane. <laughs> I mean, ideally, I build a flint. Can I build a Flintstones car? Like that'd be. <laughs> um, it's gonna take you more than an hour. Sure, but you can theoretically maybe build some wheels with its bones or something. You need a few days in the blueprint. Oh, that's true. Okay. Even if the blueprint's just drawn in sand or something, like, uh, huh? could you make a fl Flintstones car? Doesn't have an engine. It's just powered by feet, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and the T-Rex is huge. Oh, hang on. Okay. So I'm going to use a tooth and make my dagger as my fine prize from this beast. But I would like to start hauling up bones and see if I can turn the Fate 4 into a rickshaw. Isn't that the word right? Where, the, where the, you yeah, run and you yeah, hold Yeah, yeah, rickshaw. Yep, yep. So put two handles on it and assemble the wheels, put a seat on it, and boom, it's a rickshaw. Yes, like with the help of real wheels. Yeah, the, use the bones. The, the wheels have flown off in different directions, but you're pretty sure they're recoverable. Because it stepped on the top and the wheels blew out of the side. So it still okay. has wheels. So I will go in the pit and I will make my dagger. And I will start hauling up bones for this will be a lengthy process. And we'll see okay. where All it right. goes from there. Okay, so we'll say it takes time of a long rest. So you're looking at an hour to salvage the bones. Now in doing so, you don't have time to take any of the meat and prep it. You're kind of cutting in, trying to get at the bones. You know, you're not doing any butchering. You gotta pick one. Like you gotta pick one lane. So at this point, I mean you could come back and spend more time to save the meat. But for the one hour, the one hour is, is salvaging. That's fine. Yeah. Like like a chef in the kitchen, I'll eat a little as I go. I mean you can tell me you want to spend the next twelve hours harvesting this thing. That's fine. We're under no time pressure. That'd be up to the group and what they want to move with. So for now, I'll start hauling the bigger bones that I can rickshaw. carry. Rickshaw. Okay. Let me, I'll write stairs. rickshaw. Varel, rickshaw. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so an hour is about to go by. Does anyone in the party have anything they need to do uh, before then? I have an admission to make. Sorry, this is out of game, but when I was in high school, I knew a guy named Richard Shaw, and he refused to let anybody call him Rick because it made the name Rickshaw, and he hated it. So I'm just putting that out there. And you're like, I'd like to ride you today, Rickshaw. No, it was like, we'd, like always, we'd always say, uh, hey, hey, he's like, hey, Rick, I'm, I'm late for math class. Can you give me a ride? Ha, ha, ha. And Rickshaw would not be happy about you saying that. <laughs> Sorry. Back to the, now back to the program. I like how it's an admission, but I don't know what you were admitting to. Yeah, I got for a minute. Truly the darkest secret of our time. I think maybe you left it out. Is that you called him Rickshaw all the time? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right um uh let's see okay so an hour goes by you begin assembling the parts you're gonna need a bit of binding material to keep the bones in place but you do find bones that would allow you to essentially fabricate it into a rickshaw then you take the two axles i just don't know what binding materials is in a corpse right like sure you, right i can cartilage and ligaments to tie things together and sinew yeah and that's what i do to make a shield on the go but a shield is not the same as this i just mean in this uh, for something this size but it is a t-rex so it's large so okay let's say you make that effort so you find the axles they're bent a little bit but they're still there you've got the tires 
the tires are very sturdy because they're custom that Hope put on. They're not like RV tires. They're monster truck tires. They're still in fine shape. Uh, so you have axles, the tires. Uh, you found uh, it's very wet, but you find one of the seats uh, sort of in the sand. And the rest of it you can bind together with various materials to come up with a rickshaw. It's all there. So Sweet. It happens. Uh, cool. If I need binding, I would go to Hope and ask her for her rope. Okay. Rope and what would Hope's reaction to this rope request be? No. Rope on a Hope. <laughs> I have a surprise for you. No. <laughs> it's a good surprise. Let me sleep, please. I understand your... But... Stanley, do you have rope? Uh, I don't know. I do if no one has it. Uh, yeah, I got 50 feet of, of rope. I would greatly desire your rope. All right, Varel, here. Take that out, hand it to him. Is there anything else you anticipate needing? Hope? Dead silence. Very much like your aid in this construction. Perhaps the bond of brotherhood could be forged once again over a crafted. I'll be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and I head back out into the rain and All work right. on my rickshaw. Yep. You complete the work and have now successfully created a bone and metal rickshaw. With a couch and wheel. I don't know. What would you like to call this fine device? It's a majestic machine. Mm. Rick Shaw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dick Shaw. It's the Fate 4, so it'll be the Fang Fate 5. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Fang Fate 5. All right. <laughs> <laughs> very good so you silently no one's really helping you you're doing this all on your own you silently behold your work and as you as you look at this work and think on it proudly roll a perception check please 19 mm-hmm. you get the distinct impression that you are not outside alone. I will turn about, give a full sort of scan, and say, I've defeated a tyrant this evening. I'm hungry for more. Who goes? There. The darkness responds with silence. Well, I can sense your eyes. Do you like what you see? Do you desire combat? I will bring it to you. I have a bard with me. He could write the story. <laughs> Very well. And I'll continue to look around. 
Okay. Kind of bend over the rickshaw and be like, oh, I'm working on it, you know? Just uh, busy me, but... Oh, you're going to uh, subterfuge. Okay. Yes, Roll not very a... well, of course, because it's not my forte. Yeah, well, well, we'll let the dice decide. Roll a deception check. All right. Hey, 16. Perfect. All right. <clears throat> so as you... Uh, as you um, work on the, uh, what is it, Fang Fate 5. We can call it the I'm Fang gonna, 5. I'm going to move you there. Nash, you're back in the hut, right? Yeah, I'm in the hut, fuming. Okay, as you as you wor- work on the Fang Fate 5, you begin, and, and sort of pay attention and look around, you begin to notice that shapes are moving in the background and in every direction. They're humanoid, they look predatory, and there's a lot of them. And I'm just going to... And they have a distinct movement to them that you identify as lizard folk. I'm going to start putting relevant positions on the map here for you. Sorry, it'll just take me a minute. But you notice these, uh, it's outlines. You don't see things, but you see shapes. You have a general sense of where everything is because of your nature as a predator. Uh, You begin making them out. They appear to believe that they're sneaking up on you and are not aware that you're aware of them. All right. I've now revealed everything, so you can see where, which directions they're coming from. Are they mounted? They are not mounted. Interesting. You see, um, from all directions, shape closing in on your location uh, from every direction. I will continue to ride my deception check. Okay. If you want me to no, that's fine. At a certain point, as they approach, they stop. And you just see low to the ground. So they're like, you know how you sneak up low to the ground? They're low to the ground as well. And they're slowly making their way in your general direction. Um, they're silent. You know that they are in hunt mode. They are lizard folk. And that they are waiting, watching, and not responding. While continuing to work on my rickshaw. Yeah. Well, you have me surrounded and outnumbered. All right, and everyone hears a voice in their head at this time. All players, whether you're sleeping or not. You hear. Is that a voice? You hear a voice in your mind. Do this. Do like it again. Rumble. Do it again. Does this wake us up? It does. Stanley, roll over your snoring again. That's Says, not me, Nash. Wait. What's not you? I hear it too, but it's not 
audible. It's directly... I don't know. It's perceived, not heard. Follow... Uh, bolts upright, looks around and goes, Where's Syrah? And you look over to where she was laying and the bedroll is empty. Well, where the hell is she? Where'd she go? Did anyone see her? I don't know. I was asleep. And follow sort of stands upright and puts fingers to his temples and closes his eyes and begins to appear doing something. You're not quite sure what. Rorf rouses as well. Has the girl gone out for a walk? You hear it again. Wakey, wakey, little one. Everyone hears this voice in their mind. What the heck is that? I don't know, but I don't trust it. I, can I, I'm gonna poke my. Can I poke my head out? It's not really like a tent, but I want to poke my head out and see if I can see or hear anything more. Definitely poke your head out. Okay. Does it look like the side of a? You dome poke your head my... out and the tort. Yeah. Okay. This so is just... exactly what it looks like. All right. Yeah. Um. So the the rain hits your head. The torrential downpour. Visibility is difficult. You see. Looks to be a rickshaw made out of the parts of the Fate Four, and um, Vorel standing defiantly, looking out into the darkness. As you look around, you kind of notice that there are small movements and shapes in the distance in the blackness, but you can't make out what they are. Hmm. I can't see anything. I recommend we stay in here for now. You hear why stay when you could greet me? Come meet your tormentor. Hope's eyes will go wide. Lightning strikes. <laughs> oh, man. Follow. What's the deal? Do you know where Sierra is? I can't find her. I can't see her. I can't see her mind. I don't know where she is. There's this look of anxiety on her face. his face. Something's not right. Worf sort of gets up and goes, What should I do? And he stands up in the tiny hut and his head exits and pokes out the top of the tiny hut. <laughs> <laughs> the large orc head just poking out of the top of the magic hut. I was looking for... It's, it's getting rained on and he just looks like unhappy about it. <laughs> I was looking for art inspiration. You may have just given it to me. <laughs> It's raining, still. 
Show yourselves to me. And with another lightning strike, Pharrell, you see the lightning strike actually outlines a figure, humanoid, floating in the sky above the lizard folk that are approaching. Its hands outstretched, long tentacles flowing on all sides from a what looks to be a smooth round head the water bouncing off of it and it descends from a higher point in the sky and sort of floats down and then the lightning's over you can't see it so it turns black but then there's a glow of purple outlined in the sky where it's approaching am I not enough for you beast you summon my friends they're as formidable as I Please cut me out of your chatter if you only wish to speak to them. I am awake and here, ready to face you. Come on. Okay. And so it sort of floats up into the sky above you and looks down at you. And you get a better look at it and has beady eyes, long bearded tentacles, and it speaks into your mind and it goes, I'm here for the one they call hope. Everyone hears this, by the way. Where is your friend Hope? Some mind flare? I would speak with her. If he was dead. As player to player, it is a mind flare. Shit. Those are scary. If you wish death, you find her in no better mood for it. There will be no death today. It is too early. I beg to differ. You see, I am Fang of the Lizard Folk. And it seems, if I were to be any guess, that you have enslaved my brethren, and you are my enemy. They are no longer your brethren. They belong to me. Uvaxiad, great servant of the wizened worm. I serve a greater master. Just as you. No, not you. Just as your friends follow a master. Tell me, pure of heart. Why do you keep friends with the thralls of demons? Step aside and let me speak with them. Are you not in their minds? Can you not speak with them now? They do not you will serve. find me their defender. Very well. I have not come to claim them today. I've come to make them an offer. An offer approved by my master, Dolopopio. And everyone hears this. Stanley, I know you can hear me. Would you not wish to parlay like you do with your blade? 
Oh, I certainly have a desire to parlay, though I don't think you would enjoy it as much as you seem eager to experience it. Such bravado. Okay, Hope's gonna load up Scully with puckle rounds. And she's gonna head out. Okay. Alright, you head out into the rain. Follow's sitting there, looking around. Worf has his head sticking up, trying to see what's going on. Okay, you can move your character if you wish. Hope. The most important person on this forsaken planet. You are on the tongues of all demons today. You said you had a deal? I have an offer for you. What, what do you want most? Do you wish to be free of Katobalbrain? Your bargain? What's the offer? I can't make, I can't tell you that. My master has made a contract with Andriesta. Andriesta wishes all the souls in Tietkala. But Katobal Praith is preventing Andriesta from taking her claim. The well, they own... don't belong. They don't belong to her. They don't belong to anyone. But they do. The only reason they live still is thanks to your master, Katobal Praith. Were it not for him, they would all be dead by now. Your master has a hold over you, so I make this offer. I know how to kill the principal. I can take you to him. We can end his existence once and for all. And when you do, your conditions with Katobal Praith will be fulfilled. We will have Tiet Kala, but you will regain your freedom from your master. It is a difficult choice. You know I can't do that. You can do whatever you want, great queen. You can rebuild a new Tietkala. It is just buildings and a place. There is more out there than this little kingdom that you've never known. People that you have no connection to. You care more for the people here than those in the kingdom that you call yours. Get out. And he looks around uh, a little bit. What about your companions? Get out. Give me hope, and I will take hope in Tiet Kala, but will guide you to the principle, and you'll have your freedom. 
All you have to do is give up one friend. But what is one friend compared to a life of eternal damnation? Will you fail without our help? I'm done making deals with demons. I've regretted one decision, and I'm certainly not going to be repeating that same mistake. <laughs> you hear the laughter in your minds as before him in the air materializes Sira, the elf girl, floating. And he reaches out a long, tentacled hand. Well then, well then, this will do for now. And follow charges out of the, uh, out of the hut. Rolling sort of on his wheels going, you gotta stop him, Hope! Kill him! Yeah, Hope's already got her gun ready to go, so as soon as she sees this, as he reaches out to touch Sira, she'll shoot okay. at him. Alright, that's initiative rolls. Initiative rolls, everyone. 20. Jeez. It is a 15. Hope was determined. Man. 11. Hey, you're moving up the more. Yeah, Scott. moving on up. 19. 19 for... Okay. Let me make a roll for this dude here. Oop, that's a d12. That's not end up going to be a good roll. Okay. All right, perfect. Hope so, you're up first. Okay, so I'll take my two shots with Scully. Uh, the first one is a 16. Uh, it's a miss. Okay, second one is a 20, not natural. Uh, it's a hit. Cool. Pull up the rounds again. This one. He's going to have to roll a DC 15 strength saving throw. Let me roll the damage. Okay, I've made the saving throw. It's a puckle round, right? Yeah, uh, 16 damage. Okay. He takes he takes zero as the bullet passes through him. And you hear <laughs> delicious. You hear in your mind. And then she'll start running toward Although they're up in the air, aren't they? They are in the air. They're about sixty feet up. So oh. <laughs> she'll run toward them anyway. Okay. And that'll be her turn. Alright, perfect. Uh, so you run up directly underneath her, take a shot. It flies through him, doesn't appear to have done anything. Uh, Varel, it is your turn. Ooh. 60 feet, huh? And yeah. And the girl's hovering as well? The girl's hovering as well. Hmm. 
if I ran over and did a did a hoop hoop, grab my fingers together and gave you a, a robo boost off my my strength plus your jump, could we clear that and get you to the girl? Maybe. I mean, he's he's a projection or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, are the lizard folk around us getting busy? Uh, they are beginning to move forward. They move slowly though. we can even make that amount of motion. I guess it depends on how high you can throw. Yeah, and you've got a robo-leg anyway, so would it even... I get an additional 10 feet. And then the height of... So height of jump... Sorry, I always forget how... There's a section on, like, jumping that tells you how high you can just jump in place, and then you'd add that amount on the item to it. Uh, Jump, basic rules. Let's see here. Would you let the... Oh, that's the spell. The throw combine with the robo-leg, or would that be... Yeah, you can get additional momentum from the the jump up, right? That's for sure possible. Um, I'm just looking up the player's handbook. Uh, So I don't know what... Game rules. in combat movement and position is that it should be under here jumping if you uh, when you make a high jump you leap into the air number of feet equal to three plus your strength modifier if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump that's the running jump there's a stand in place jump too uh, the standing you can only jump half that distance. No, but that's still a lengthwise jump. Mm. There's a one first straight up in the air, which is, I think, what we were attending. There should be a section on it. Um, shit, where did it go? Yeah, with a strength of 12, you can only jump two feet off the ground Yeah. It, without a running start, so we could get 12 out of you, and my yeah. throw isn't going to cover the other 40. Okay, cool. Thank you for entertaining me. That's all good. I still haven't found it. I'm still looking for it. There's a great... <laughs> flexlabs.com slash 5e jump has a calculator you can use oh perfect 5e jump that was probably quicker it's really good for that sort of business all right i'm gonna go so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna round up the lizard folk because i want them on me (laughs) what was getting the jesus light I am Ubvexvid. Ubvexid. Ubvexid. It's that time on the east coast. The sun starts going down. Alright, I'm going to move 40 feet out from my rickshaw. (laughs) And take a position slightly to the south east of hope so that the majority of these lizard folk would not intercept her but I can't okay. guard all her angles and okay, very good. so I will move 40 feet I will bonus action engage my rage 
and I will throw a shield at this morning star wielding lizard folk 30 feet out from me. Okay, do it. With a 22. All right, you should be able to see their health bars of these guys. Do you just see them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't see numbers, but see little green bars. Yeah, perfect. Okay, that's all right. 11, 15 points of damage. Okay, perfect. It's a hit. Oh, uh, did you roll a hit tactic. roll? <laughs> yeah, then a uh, 17. Okay, so you just kill it then with two hits. Cool. All right, so that first one, uh, you fire it out. You can, we can't even make out its face or see who it is or what it is. You just see the shape. You fire the fire out, and then it illuminates him briefly and kills him. One, two hit. Just drops to the ground. And I'll scream, Disgorge your worms and bow before your fang. All right. Perfect. Stanley, your turn. All right. I am going to use uh, my full movement to move 50 feet to be directly underneath them. Okay. Uh, Then, as a bonus action, I am going to unlock my Mantle of Majesty. Okay. Um, And that basically allows me to cast Command without expending a spell slot as a bonus action for one minute uh, or until concentration ends. And I'm going to look up at the creature and I'm going to command release. Okay, what's the saving throw? It is... Let me just make sure what it is. Uh, it is a wisdom save. It is a wisdom 16 save. Okay, it gets to roll with advantage because it appears to have a resistance to it. I rolled a 20. Um, oh, jeez. So, uh, what does it happen? What happens if it saves? Nothing. Okay. It does not have an effect. Sorry. Uh, but uh, it, you can tell that it actually has a magic resistance. As you cast the spell, you can feel it like a sort of wave of like as, as the magic goes out that it is incredibly strong uh, magically speaking and resists the, the spell alright that's it okay perfect um, Nash it is your turn uh, Nash is going to immediately do a thing you're probably all expecting I don't know but if you're not here it is. He goes full dragon and shoots up into the air. Okay, perfect. You are now a dragon. You now fly up into the air. All right. Um, do I have any it's, movement? It's raining. It's raining very hard. Uh, you have the movement on your uh, dragon. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, can I still move even though I've turned? Like, I can't remember. Yeah, that changing thing. uses your action. So you have a bonus action and movement remaining. All right. I'm going to move... Let me zoom out. I need to see where the biggest can... Yeah, those guys are freaking everywhere. All right. Um, I want to get within range here of this group. And mm-hmm. I can't attack yet, though, so I guess that's my turn. Um, but I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hover over them and look poised to make their day real bad. And that's my turn. So you hover over them. Oh shit! I forgot to do a thing. Oh, wait, 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 w
That's okay. It's all right. <laughs> what? 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 Oh, wow. No, I was gonna. I forgot. I was gonna turn Varel big before I transformed, and I forgot. It's all right. Big Varel left oh. to wait for another day. Well, that that was taking action though. But I get oh, okay. No, I'm saying I screwed up. I should have done that. That would have been my turn. Save Dragon for the next turn. That's what I meant to do. It's all good. All right, perfect. Um, okay, so the uh, let's see here. Can I yell something at these people as part of my turn? Can you yell people? No, can I yell at these these uh, uh, lizard folk? Because they should still perceive me as a as some sort of uh, god-like creature. I'm hoping so, that um, you can you can attempt to do that. All right, I'm going to say, yo. Check it out! It's, I'm like a god to you! Alright, roll a religion check, please. Okay. I couldn't think of anything good. Hold on. When someone asks you if you're a god, you say, sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Hashtag, it's complicated. It's debatable. Depends on where you're from. All right, here we go. That would be 14 plus. What do you say, religion? So that's 17 total. So you say, yo, I'm a dragon and you're God. And um, it it has no effect on any of them. Great. As you get closer, you can see them. And the reason it doesn't have an effect on them is their eyes appear to be kind of blank. And their movements appear to be kind of robotic. They okay. don't appear to be to be them. That's the impression you get as you look at them. Because it definitely worked in Razak Val. Why isn't it working here? Alright, regardless of that, um, <clears throat> Follow comes up. This time he wheels up and he himself uh, puts his fingers to his temple and begins going and you hear him sort of make this grunty sound as he's enraged by the fact that Sira appears to be in mortal danger. And he begins floating off the ground, his wheels spinning. As he floats up off the ground, he goes, and, and for the first time, the the mind flare, his tentacles bristle back as he shapes back, and then he swirls his hands up and forms a shield around his body with lightning that comes down, goes, and forms a shield, and follow starts floating up into the air. The mind flare takes the energy, swirls them around into his hand, and shoots it at follow who's in the sky and follow just goes and takes off like a lightning rod uh, into the air and falls way back and his, you just hear a on the ground behind you and then, and then Rorf, you hear Rorf go hey and he transforms into a giant bird just instantly just like just like Nash did he's a giant feathered bird and he goes straight at um, straight at uh, this what do they call him? Ubivik. Uh, <laughs> Ubvaxian. It's hard to remember. Ubvaxian flies straight at him, and then the Mind Flayer takes him just as he's about to strike, reaches out his hand, turns it into a fist, folds that bird in half, folds the bird in half again, 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 and really quickly until it goes to a tiny peck and then it goes and just sort of blows up into a bit of grains 
Wow. <laughs> Shotai falls <laughs> into it half again. <laughs> he takes he takes Sira and you hear the voice for the last time in your mind and says if this is the path you choose tormenting you will give me great pleasure and then he claps his hands together lifts up his arms and <laughs> giant trees burst out of the ground <laughs> as they reach into the sky 60 feet up and they split off into branches and at the end of the branches are these big bulbs and the bulbs open up and they go and there's eyeballs in the tree branches and it goes and it turns into a giant forest of trees with eyeballs around you the lizard folk are now disappeared somewhere behind the trees and then him uh, before he leaves you hear the voice says, If you wish to save the innocent one, you'll have to find me at Caravanon. <laughs> and then he dissolves into nothingness with Sira, who disappeared from the sky. We'll take a break. Jeez. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Everybody, uh, we'll be right back. Go take a pee, get a drink, do what you got to do. We'll be back in a second uh, for more of this gripping tale. Stay tuned. Okay, we're good. We're back. Welcome back, everybody. Bo, it's all yours again. When last we left, the trees erupted from the ground. A giant forest formed all around you. And then branches formed from them with bulbs on the end with eyeballs. And now on all sides surrounding you is a forest of, there's no leaves. These are black woods, black trees, still purple ground that is muddy and the rain is incessant and nighttime is there. In the distance, a great light appears from the sky. You see it hit a point somewhere to the north. Then you hear the voice in your head going, <laughs> You think it would be that easy? Seems as you scan around oh yeah. sorry I was going to say this seems bad as you scan around you see the wreck of the fate 4 you see the rickshaw and you see the mangled form of follow steam billowing from his body and you hear <coughs> and hear ragged breathing coming from him are the lizard folk still? Are we in combat? Or are we? Are we you are no longer out? in combat. The combat. The lizard folk. You do not see them anywhere. All right. I will rush over to follow and uh, attempt to heal him with a healing word. As you approach his body, you look at his mangled corpse and feel that he's beyond your ability to heal him. Oh, never mind. I don't do that. I just don't want you to have wasted the spell. Sure. Especially the I'm going to run guy. 40 feet, still in my rage, to where the lizard folk were, 
Do my no. flame burst. Look around for them. You do your flame burst, look around for them. You get the feeling you're not alone, but as you look around for them, one of the tree branches sort of lowers a bit in front of you, and then an eyeball from the tree branch looks at you, and then it blinks a couple times. Smack it with my, my shield. Okay. <laughs> Attack roll. Attack roll. Gross. 18. All right. Yeah, roll damage. Fourteen points of damage. You smack the tree branch right off the branch, and it hits the ground. And where the tree branch splits, you see splinters of wood, but you see blood. And a spray of blood comes out, and goes, and you 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 see it on the ground, shuddering in pain. And then it curls up like a spider's body, and just sits there on the ground. If these Which trees you... can bleed, they can die. And I'll continue my assault on the trees. Okay, so you pick. There's a couple of trees. There's some thicker trees and some thinner ones. I, mean, I, I like just melee, you know. Like there's a tree in front of me. Turn around to the tree behind him, kick it. You know, throw my shield at the top of the next tree. Just in the All right. Twenty foot to... radius for the ten rounds that my rage I entered lasts. I will continue to assault trees. You start assaulting the trees. You find that the trunks are a lot more difficult to to attack. Um, so as you punch them, you don't do very much damage. But they're easy to hit. Uh, so you start punching the trees. Blood sap sort of spurts from them as you punch them. And a lot of the tree branches sort of descend around. The eyeballs blink at you rapidly. But they don't do anything to fight back. They just look at you. And so you're surrounded by branches of eyeballs. And you go to smack them away and more arrive and come up and they just kind of look at you like almost pleading like why why like in this sort of way that only an eyeball can communicate sign me up for nine rounds of that okay (laughs) and only the way an eyeball can I like it Uh, Stanley as you move to heal follow you see him he coughs up blood (laughs) and his nose and his eyes begin bleeding or like start bleeding out and he, he takes an arm and the arm you can see the bone pushing out through the skin where it's broken but not penetrating the skin but grabs your collar pulls you down and says you gotta save her she's our only hope for the future she's all that's good in this world tell me you'll save her do everything I can for him to do that. You have my word. And he looks at you intensely in your eyes, saying nothing more, blood coming out, eyes and head shaking, and then the strength in his hand goes limp, and it falls, and his head falls back, and he dies. Nash, I would appreciate you uh, maybe being a able to dig a hole here that we can bury follow. I can't hear you from up here. Woof. Woof. What's going on? What do you need? Woof. Woof. (laughs) You know what? Never mind, Nash. I don't I don't actually need you. Uh, You're fine. Do whatever whatever it is you do. Cool. I'm a dragon. Woof. Woof. I'll start digging myself. All right. Do you have a shovel in your bag of holding? We I can wreck con. We can wreck. You'd have a shovel. Would you? Sure. Would that be something okay. you think you'd bring? Yeah, yeah. why not? We yeah. got a shovel. We'll put it in there. You have a shovel. 
You take a shovel out of your bag of holding and begin digging. Uh, Nash, from where you are, up floating and flying, as you scan around and get a new lay of the land, you see that the forest of trees that erupted extends in all directions without end. Okay. And as you look down, you see eyeballs in within the trees kind of look up at you. Um, I'd like to try to cause some havoc there. Okay. Um, I am going to do... Hold on a second. Make sure I tell you the right words here. Um, I'm going to do a acid breath into a big wide swath of these eyeballs eyeball trees okay um, it's so a you, 30 foot line 5 feet wide so sure. I can't I you can't, fire your acid breath down on the trees and they begin melting oh, okay, and the cool. trees look out up at you with this look in their eyes like why and then they begin melting and falling over well I, in my eye I have the look of why not and then I do it I just <laughs> All right, you begin lighting trees on fire, and you start a small brush fire uh, in a general location. Because it's magical fire, it's not easily doused by the rain. Um, you begin setting trees on fire. It is still raining. It's still raining. Okay. It's still nighttime. Hmm. Hope's going to head over and <laughs> start helping uh, dig the hole. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Did the skybox change? No. Okay. <laughs> it's the same sky, same purple desert. It's just there's trees everywhere. Cool. The sky Eyeball is. trees. <laughs> I can hear your confusion. Voice still echoes in your mind. Can taste it. Is there any particular way to convince you to uh, leave, shut up, or come back here and finish this now? Because honestly, I don't think I can take several days of you yammering into our heads. You get nothing back in response. Little things. <laughs> Next tree. Oh. All right, Nash and Varel are busy setting the entire forest on fire. Yeah, this is unnatural. I'm not letting this go. We have to burn it. Stanley, what are your thoughts if I give myself up? Be a way to get the maybe get the little girl back really quickly. I don't think it's worth a trade. Look, we thought we had a fantastic deal with Katobo Praith. At least, only deal that seemed reasonable at the time. And that has done as much bad for us as it has good. I still feel conflicted about that. I don't think any deal that you take with this creature is going to work in our benefit. Besides, we save the little girl, we lose the entire town. Who knows what the trade-off is going to be? We do our best. 
We do what we can. Hope will nod and continue digging with her hands. Okay, after some time goes by, you've burnt a lot of trees, uh, and the hole is now open for you to bury follow into. Okay, put the body in, start covering it up, and uh, Stanley will just say quiet, kind of eulogy for follow. I don't know what kind of man you ultimately were, but you seem to genuinely care about a good and innocent person, and we need more of that in this world, not less. Except for the Sorry. part about stealing the car! Whoosh. Whoosh. <laughs> I'm going to cast Polymorph on Nash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What shape do you choose? I am going to turn him into a mouse. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to fall and get hurt. <laughs> All right, you'll have to make a save. What's the saving throw? Uh, Unless you let it happen, Nash. I assume no, no, I'm going to fight it. Wisdom 16. <laughs> Shit. Got an eight. <laughs> All right, you turn Nash into a mouse. And now he's like... Uh, dozens if not hundreds of feet in the air I am going to wait until the absolute last safe moment and cast feather fall on the mouse okay how long does the polymorph last uh polymorph will last uh an hour yeah, what? He's, 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 he's actually a mouse, right? Like, yeah. He, <laughs> so this polymorph isn't like shape change. You'd have to speak like, like whatever your mouse impression is. And I think your intelligence is like that of a mouse too and stuff. Like you're, you're, Aww. you're a mouse. So I'm a mouse ass mouse. You're I'm not, not like, Nash mouse. Like you are mouse. I'm not like inside the mouse going, get me out of here. I shouldn't be. It's not like I can. Yeah. Help. Yeah. Like you, you, it's on some level, like you still retain your intelligence, but your behavior is a, that of a mouse. Yeah. Now, you're... Is it a hairless mouse covered in boils? And... <laughs> yeah. It's not an attractive mouse in any way, shape or form. Oh man. And uh... I'm going to walk over to it on the ground and I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to say, Nash Magar, <laughs> your blundering has fun and amusing up to a point. But I want you to remember what it's like when you go beyond that point and how quickly and easily your entire world and perspective can change. Keep that in mind the next time you consider opening your damn mouth. So all I make is this sound. Let's yeah. this. And then I go, cheese! All I want is cheese! That's all that's in my head is cheese! Cheese, cheese, cheese! I can't understand what that guy says. He's not even a guy. I don't know what he is. I want cheese. I didn't understand any of that, so I walk no. away and let Nash Mouse <laughs> scurry about his life. <laughs> Someone should protect me, though, because I'm too dumb now. I don't know not to go... <laughs> Put me in a pocket or something. Well, now he wants protection. Too late. Uh, you, you don't understand that either. Uh, go back. Keep covering up, follow. 
Okay. Shit. Barella, would you like to do another nine rounds of tree punching? No, my rage fades, and I'll realize the futility of my actions, though I feel good about them. Yeah. There's a, quite a good blaze going on between you and Nash in the forest. Uh, illuminates the sky, large green and yellow fire. Burn part of the forest. Smoke rises into the air, revealing your location to others. I'll make my way back to the group. Okay. So the other two are in the process of burying Follow, putting dirt on his body. I have defeated large swaths of the forest. Do you feel better? There were no enemies. The lizard folk are gone. Though the sky still rains, and the stars are the same. The sand is the same, and the trees did grow here. I believe you us still to be. You think the uh, trees might be the lizard folk? The thought did cross my mind. The eyes look rather sad while I slay them. Perhaps these are Dolopopio's victims. This is his farm, his garden. Right now we're just here being watched, being mocked, being laughed at. But our mission hasn't changed. Should we finally try to get the rest we've been seeking all night, continue in the morning? Sounds good. <laughs> it's supposed to be a mouse, but it just keeps sounding like someone's getting fast forwarded. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't have any other mouse sounds. It's supposed to be a little tiny creature mouse. What's this? Oh, that's me getting mad. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's yeah. a feral mouse. Yeah. Uh, once, once we've got uh, follow covered, I'll go over and start casting the ritual to pull the tiny hut back up. Okay, very good. You recreate the tiny hut in the clearing or in the forest? Uh, it'd be in an area. I'm assuming they can watch through the forest, so I would say maybe move. Uh, respectful away or a place where it's been cleared out by Nash and Varel. I don't want to be too close to any of the trees. Okay, so near the inferno, inferno happening? There's a fire sort of blazing in the north side? Well, probably not in fire if it hasn't gone out. Although, it won't be able to cross the barrier. Yeah, yeah, we'll be away from the, away from the trees. Away, so in the clearing? Yeah. You create the tiny hut after 10 minutes, it reappears. Yep, and uh, go inside. Nash is barred from entry. What? Hold on. <laughs> when I turn, will I be a dragon again or I'll be Nash again? Because my thing uh, lasts an hour as well. So You'll be back You'll be back to dragon. Oh. But will I then immediately be your, your Nash? Your dragon lasts uh, half your level, so four hours. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Shit. Yeah, don't put me in there. Well, you gotta put me somewhere safe. I can't just run around. <laughs> All you hear is. <laughs> <laughs> the 
put me in like a box or something. <laughs> Did the rations survive the foresting of the surrounding area? Uh, yes. Excellent. I will relocate the... them to the new tiny hut. Yeah, they were in the tiny hut. Tiny hut got removed, but, you know, so they got wet, but they're salvageable. I will also locate the rickshaw near the tiny hut. Okay. Perfect. You I'll bring start the loading the, the rations into the bag of holding. We'll keep them, keep them safe. Okay. Very good. All right. So back to rest then. Is that uh, what's happening? Yep. Okay. And the watch order? It could have been a dragon hovering over for four hours watching everything, but he's a mouse now. Just saying. Just for the next hour. Are you going to participate in the watch after you turn back into a dragon? No, I need full rest to get rid of all my exhaustion because F my dragon transform this time. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> uh, I will take first watch uh, to ensure that my concentration stays up and Nash remains a mouse for his full hour duration. <laughs> okay. Uh, Varel, Hope, any preferences? Uh, I figure I'll go after Stanley. Hey, okay, real quick, any, any sleep I get as a mouse, will it contribute to my rest? Actually, here's a good question for you, Bo. So mm -hmm. we go into the tiny hut. Magic can't cross it. Mm -hmm. Can the spell effect remain once I've you gone can, inside I can, of it? I, I would still say probably you could probably concentrate on it and it'd be okay. Great. Okay. Yeah. Until something game-breaking comes up, we'll just say that for now. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, so you concentrate on the spell. Actually, can you you can't cast another spell? How does There's tiny another hut... concentration, but it's not concentration. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, I just wonder because it's a ritual. You might need your undivided for a ritual. Yeah, that's fine. We can drop it. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure, but I think if you have, uh, and I don't feel like looking it up. If we're okay, no, just being sense, lazy, but you have to concentrate on the ritual cast. Yeah, like Why I can see it. Yeah, a, yeah. a non-spell slot spell that you use a spell slot for that won't break your concentration. But if you're like, no, I don't want to use a spell slot because I'm concentrating on this. You know, maybe the I think there is happen. enough evidence between the two things that at the very least, the end net result is. I'm in the tiny hut, and Nash is no longer. Okay. So Nash turns back into a dragon. All right. I'm going to go dick and then fly up as high as I can, and I'll be first watch. I will watch. Okay. You fly up into the sky, and as you as you fly up into the sky, you hear rumble, 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 and you see lightning streak down near you. It's not very safe up there. All right. I'll come down. <laughs> I fly up into the air. <laughs> Actually, I'll fly. Can I, can I fly above the cloud cover? I should be able to. Right? Uh, Yeah, you should be able to. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do that. Right. So you fly into the lightning clouds. Yeah. And flashes of lightning erupt all around you as you shoot through, and then you make it above the clouds. All right. I will keep my... My it's still nighttime, and mm -hmm. there's just clouds everywhere. Dark gray clouds. Alright, well I'm using this mostly just to ride out my time as a dragon because it was such a freaking you, waste. You, of course, can't keep watch anymore because the clouds are between you and the tiny hut. Well, they can just deal with whatever they're going to deal with. They made me a mouse for a while, so F off. They can figure All it right. out. 
Okay, so you each take turns with your watch and get a full night's rest without event. It's well, worth when... noting that Nash was never permitted back into the tiny hut. His rest would have been outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's used to those conditions, so he does benefit from the full rest. Yeah, I'll be all right. That's yeah. fine. I figured he would. I'm not trying to deny him anything. I just want him to understand but that he's not welcome in the tiny you, hut. You are chilled to the bone at this point. And when you wake up, Nash, there's like a branch in front of your face, like an eyeball. And it just sort of blinks at you. You open your eyes. Whoa. This is a tree branch with an eyeball on it. And it, it's looking at you, blinking. And I'm no longer And then as you move your hand, Black it goes dragon. down and looks at your hand. Mm -hmm. And then it looks back at you. Wait. Oh, it looks at my hand. Yeah. It like has like a sent sentience to it that is unnerving. Uh. But everyone wakes up and benefits from their full rest. I kind of want to talk to the tree. The other thing you notice about waking up in the morning is that it is still nighttime. And it is still raining torrentially. Wait, we wake up in the morning, but it's still nighttime? Well, you've slept for, you know, eight hours, let's say. Still nighttime. Hmm. Are there stars through the clouds? There are no stars. Oh, it's just cloud coverage. Nash didn't notice any stars when he flew up into the sky. All right, I'll hmm. step outside of the hut. Let it dissipate. I will say, flying up above the cloud cover was not an aspect I was prepared for. So if there's any weirdness about the information, it's because I'm like trying to think of what's going on. What's the right answer to that question? Um, there would have been stars, I think. If it's nighttime, you would have seen stars. So the answer to that question is, Nash, when you flew above cloud cover and looked up, you saw stars. Okay. Nighttime. Okay. But it is still dark out. And it is still raining. Basically, no change in the weather situation whatsoever. Am I still outside? You are still outside. And you I are just... sleeping next to a tree with an eyeball looking at you. Okay. Can they hear me? A lot of I... eyeballs in this campaign. If I say something, can they hear me? The guys in the tent? Or in the thing? I came out. The tent's down. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna stand up and stretch and say, I think we're in a, we're in a zone. Something's wrong here. There should be sun. There should be, there should be daylight. This shouldn't be dark. We got to get out of here. And this eyeball's looking at me and I don't like it. The eyeball blinks, looks over at Stanley, blinks, looks over at Nash. Like you it's can a third person. Kill it. Yeah, but something's going on. I can feel something from this thing. It just feels like maybe it knows something. It keeps looking at my hand and then back at me. And then when you guys talk, he looks at you. It's more sentient than just some, you know, growing eye stalk in the middle of the desert. I will point to one next to me, then turn and look at it and say, Eyeball! Who are you? Reveal your secrets. You have seen what I've done to your friends. The branch sort of twirls round and round a little bit in this weird way, and then moves left, right, left, right, and then blinks three times. 
It's a code. It's attempting to communicate with me. Some kind of code. How big is the eye? About the size of a baseball. Softball. Large. Eyeball. <laughs> Can you nod? Do you know, and I'll nod with it, the expression of agreement? As you nod, the branch sort of goes... And now, without shaking my head, do you know the expression for denial? It nods up and down again. Ah, it's a copycat. Doesn't it doesn't know what I speak? It merely gets excited by being talked well, to. Well, unless it was <laughs> saying yes, it knows the. <laughs> well, the answer to your question was yes, if it knows how to shake its head no. Eyeball. Show me that you know the expression of denial with one's motions by doing it. It blinks at you blankly. Can you shake your eye? It blinks at you blankly. Hopefully, it's time in. I've all in draconic. Blink once if you can understand. It looks over to you and just blinks several times. And then continues looking at you. It is a fool. <laughs> yep. Turns out I don't think this eyeball knows anything. <laughs> the, then the branch sort of extends a little further, further towards you, Hope, and rests itself on your cheek. It likes you, Hope. I'm thinking this is how he's watching us, and then she'll shove it off. Maybe these are edible. It away Can it I, just fly, it falls away. Ra a Nash would like to reach out, and he would like to t tip the, just the tip of his tongue on an eyeball. He wants to see what it tastes like. <laughs> okay, so you're going to put your tongue on the eyeball? Yeah. All right, do you approach it quickly to startle it, or s slowly? I'm going to slowly creep up to it, and I'm going to say, as I do, I just want a taste of your essence. And I grab him by the stock. Oh. <laughs> I grab him by the stock and I. Third-rated mature. <laughs> All right, so you lean in closely, and the eyeball sort of on the tree branch stands still, sort of captivated, it seems, by you. Yeah. And then you stick out your tongue and lick it. Do you do it quick, or do you just keep it on there like a big long? Well, I'm gonna like just kind of just quick lick it up. Okay. Just gonna, yeah. up so you the give, iris you give it a quick, you give the eyeball a quick lick, and it recoils back and jumps back, and it's sort of in this position, like, like this, and it blinks at you quite a bit. All right, I'll turn around to the group and go. <laughs> Just tastes like eyeball. It's nothing it new. Tastes, nothing special. It's sort of a, it's a taste of salt and also like poo. Oh. Salty poo. <laughs> the classic eyeball. I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Shit. Oh my gosh. Uh, they make that a seventeen plus. Hold on. Twenty. So not natural. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you definitely ingested some sort of bug. You feel your stomach ache, but. You're not showing any can signs, uh, immediate signs of contamination. But you just feel a little twisted in your belly right now. All right, I will relay to the team. 
how I feel and also that what it tasted like. Perhaps that's that dated. How do you that know out? what poo tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you I'll ever say, smelt a fart that's so strong you swear it's in your mouth? Well, I say to him, I actually have a thing I can say. I say, I never told you, Stanley, about the last three miles of my escape from the solar mines. Let's just say oh, no. it was... And to do frame. Let's just say some uh, things happen in there, and and I know for reasons I don't want to explain right now, but maybe one day I'll tell you that full tale. For now, just know that I swam, swam through thirty miles of shit and came out dirty on the other side. No doubt, thirty miles. Uh- <laughs> Everell's questioning the distance. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it felt like 30, I say. Surely. <laughs> Hope. Hope I have a look at Varel. <laughs> I have a gift that I doubt will please you, but we may find useful in these times. I volunteer my strength as an engine, and I present to you this, the Fang Fate Five, which I have constructed from the tyrant's bones and the remains of your dear vehicle. Humph will look at it, and then she'll look at the jungle, trying to ascertain if it would actually be able to be pulled through the foliage. Uh, you have a look at the <clears throat> trees surrounding the clearing and see that they're very densely packed and that there's no path in the trees that exist. Uh, it would be very difficult to take this rickshaw through the forest. Hope will nod and look at it. And she'll take a deep breath and she'll look back at Varel. Thank you. <laughs> Sadly, I don't think this will work, though. There's no path through the trees. And it's a big vehicle. Then my previous offer still stands. And I get down on one knee and kind of put my arms back behind me like you do when you're ready for a piggyback. No, no. I have destroyed your mount. And I submit myself as your new steed. I'll just build one whenever we get back to Tietkala. It's okay. How far is that? Does anyone know from here? What, Tietkala? Yeah. Time-wise. Oh, uh, well, i can give you an estimate. Uh... So it's about two hundred. So it's about two hundred miles. So maybe twenty days march. If they're on a dragon, how ten long? miles a day. How long at flying speed? I think you can fly at maybe twice the speed. So eighty ten feet. days. Ten days. Shit. Although I guess if you fly above the clouds. And yeah, I can get to Vegas speed. in an hour and a half if I fly. It takes me six hours to drive it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about those kinds of flight speeds. There's no real rules to cover it. So, 
Hmm. He says I've got 80 feet. Sorry, speed of 80 feet per what? 40 feet swim, 80 feet fly, 40 feet ground, but it doesn't say it. I mean, these are per round. These are like battle. It's battle speed, which is what I was basing my answer on. Well, um, there is a travel, you know, by horseback and stuff like that. Uh, if you keep it normal pace, it's 300 feet, hour, three miles. Actually, per day, it says 24 miles here for marching. So that would be like five or six days on foot. So maybe a day flying would get you there. All right. Well, I've only got four hours in the tank, so that's not going to work. Is the hole still around? Nash's hole? Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, it is. Is it full of trees? <laughs> no, nothing's grown in, in, in where the hole is. The T-Rex is still in there, even. Hmm. Is that meat we can eat? Can we carve that up, I say to Varel? Eat that? It would take me time. Hmm. We should probably get going. I cooked half so, of it. <laughs> One half is cooked. So we march for Carvalon. I think that's best. It's closest. It's where we need to go anyway. I don't see what other option we have. Friends, let us make this one commitment. The next time someone takes our car and we get it back... We take the keys and kick them out. This all could have been stopped if we'd just gotten rid of him and taken our rightful possession back and we'd be on our way to wherever we need to go. And that is all Nash Maggard will say on the subject of the car being taken. It occurs to the rest of the party that it might have been the knocking of the Nash Maggards in the solar mine that alerted the T-Rex to the presence of the party. <laughs> Not my fault. I assumed as much. Those aren't me. Yeah. Those are future me's. Kind of figured it was Nash's fault, no matter no matter what happened. <laughs> but it's true. It wasn't Scott's character, Nash Maggard of Solar Minds, who did that. Right. It was future me. It all that also occurs to you. Future fault. <laughs> Tom Tom Selleck was good in that. Oh, he was so good in Future Fault. Should have should have been Indiana Jones, but he took that instead. Well, shall we be marching then? Let's march. All right, okay. pack it up. We're moving. <clears throat> you begin packing everything up and start making your way through the forest. In no time, the trees around you begin to grow densely, and you can see really... In addition to the rain, which you have some relief from, from the trees at canopy overhead, it's difficult to see through the thick of the trees and they're all black so everything sort of blends into one another and visibility is real low after several hours of travel you begin to hear like a duck 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 echoing out in the forest ahead of you of something hitting a tree hmm I mean, he invited us to Caravalon. You would think he'd make it easier, not harder, to get there. This is honestly just an incredibly uh, dick move. 
keep walking. We continue to walk. You hear a thuck, thuck, thuck. Okay, you continue to walk with no change to the style of your walking. Uh, I imagine it's, you know, was not that stealthy, and so it continues to remain unstealthy or unaffected by any scouting. So as you continue to walk unabated, you hear the thuck, 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 and you hear it get louder and louder, but then suddenly it begins to stop, and you don't hear it anymore. Oh, I see us, whatever it is. Could be some creature. Do you continue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You continue walking through the forest in the direction where the light, the shaft of light shines from the top of the sky down to the ground. And as you begin moving in the direction and scan the forest ahead of you, you see it sort of some yellow glow shining through the trees before you. You don't see the exact source of the glow, but you see light glowing. It's dim and yellow. What do you make of that, Pharrell? We have a long way to go through a forest full of eyes. I have chosen to focus on walking. And there's a branch lowers as he says this, looks at him and blinks, and then looks at you and blinks. Now, if you, three, cursed by demons, would like to change our style, please let me know. Otherwise, my journey to Cavalon has been complicated enough. I'm with Varel on this. It feels like our life is nothing but swerves. I'm ready for a direct course of action. I agree. Find the little one. Okay, so you continue moving uh, through the forest. Uh, in... Four people make the worst possible decision yeah. all live uh, every Saturday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as you walk forward, uh, you begin to see the source of the lights. You see there are several uh, log houses in a clearing ahead of you, um, eight in total. And it's not a very clear clearing. There's still trees in different parts, but there's the looking uh, makings of a community with these log homes. And each of the log homes have a little chimney, and it appears like a little bit of smoke sort of comes out of the chimneys. There are lights coming from inside the houses. You see no one outside. Are they eyeball logs? Are the houses bleeding? It appears that they've been made of the same material as the trees, but they've been de-eyeballed. There's no and eyeballs on the houses. Does it smell fresh in the air? Like this has all been cut down today and that's the thucking we were hearing? What? Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was your word, not mine. No, no, no. The way it came over the mic. The sounded, way you yeah. said it was like... It the way like... you said it, sir. <laughs> oh, I've been I? sitting here the whole time. <laughs> I heard duck, duck, duck. Okay. Um, for some reason, you said it with an authority that made it sound pretty... I think it was the... It may have just it been hilarious. Discord. It may have been the way Discord handled it. I don't know. To answer your, to answer your question, um, uh, they are not fresh. 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 Huh. They look like they've been there for, you know, a long time. There's cracks. There's wear on them. Should you just walk around? Are there any vehicles? 
there are no vehicles. Is the orc still with us? No, he got folded into half infinitely. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Into oblivion. I forgot about him. Right. Have we traveled long? Uh, you've traveled for three hours now. Oh, okay. See two options. Address the folk of the eye forest or move along. They'd be magic, wouldn't uh, they? I can't say I have any interest in complicating things further. I say if we can avoid this, we should. Do the trees show any indication that us burning down a bunch of them was a problem? Well, no. Okay, so they don't speak and they don't sort of communicate in a way that you understand. So you, you really don't know. All right. Well, Nash is going to put forward a theory. Um, he says, "I, I think these are all connected. This is one entity. All we did was cut some hair. The the head is still there, full of glorious hair, and it's just staring at us. And it's following everything we're doing, and it's all connected to the same." creature or man or like I said entity there's something there's some central connection for all of these eye stocks we may be walking on some giant omnipotent creature are we in the demon vault I mean you enter the demon vault yeah the purple lands but in through the door through a, like the weird door. Is there any way to sense that Nash? Is there any way to verify the stars through the storm to find if this place is real? Um, I mean, I have a, I don't think so. I have a key, but that just takes us to the weird. I don't have a, I have no way of sensing that. But I guess I could do like a... I mean, arcane checks... Arcana checks aren't going to do anything, really. I mean... I mean, if you wanted to look for a hint about anything magic-related... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll... We'll do that. I'll say, let me check for out. Oh. What was that? You all right? I knocked my whole <laughs> box of dice over. Ma'am. Dice everywhere. <laughs> Sound like a tray of ZD. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to roll... Okay, so that's plus, hold on, I, for, I always forget. Arcana plus six, so 16. As far as you can tell, the same mana wave radiation that blankets the world is still present here now. If anything, it's rich in abundance. You do not feel that you've traversed any other place but the one that you've called home. based on okay. the magical aura and energies around you. So it doesn't really answer Varel's question at all. I'll, I'll relay that to him. I'd say, uh, even in dragon form, Varel, I wasn't, I couldn't even see the stars. I was, I was in the, I was above those clouds, but it was dark and misty and not, not at all recognizable. 
So what is our heading? I desire to greet these denizens who seem to have found comfort in the woods in hopes of answers. But doesn't this seem strange? These woods are new. All of it. How did they build these houses so fast? And a time ago, and D.I. bought them no less. Shouldn't we just walk around? Find ourselves in further mysteries? We have no car for them to steal this time. I don't know. I'll leave it up to you two. Honestly, I think we're only inviting trouble interacting with even more people, but like you said, it's certainly a mystery. How tall are the doorways? Or the houses in general? Your perception check, please. Twelve. The door. The doors look uh, like they are human-sized. Um, you want to know how tall? How tall are the houses? The yeah. Houses are one story. Um, they look built similar to what you would manage, uh, imagine humans how humans build their dwellings like in slave town for example that's a good comparison these are human houses i relay that information Certainly curious how a bunch of humans came to be out here, but my interest is saving the girl. I'm not interested in finding out whatever else problem these individuals might have and how I might factor into it. Varel makes a strong point, though. We could be going in circles inside some dream, some constructed space that isn't real. I'm paranoid now about this because of what Varel said. How do you know that these houses aren't part of that same construction? Exactly. I don't. I don't know if any of this is real. How do you know you're actually talking to me right now? How do I know no, you're not a, a walking penis with two testicles that are shriveled up? <laughs> exactly. Nash and Stanley always up for a little bicker. It's my favorite. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a possibility, and we should be wary of it. What do we say? Hello, people of the eyeball wood. Come out and talk to us. What do we want to ask them? What do we hope to learn from these people? Maybe they could ensure we're in the right direction or give us hints as to whether this is all real or not, or, I don't know, give us otherwise good advice for those who would travel through this nightmarish eyeball stock hellscape. And if we're lucky, maybe they've built a road somewhere we could follow. And these eyes, Bo, are just looking at us constantly, right, as we walk past them? Just looking... Just always not look. all of them. When they when you catch their attention, they look at you. But it's not the whole forest looking at you. 
You definitely see eyeballs that are just there, staring at whatever. But if you, you know, catch their attention, they sort of slowly creak in your direction and look and blink. All Sometimes right, well, they're even on the ground. We have like, questions to ask. Let's round them up. Let's get them out here. See what this is going to be. And we are decided. People of the Eyeball Forest. It is I, Varel Rasphim Kurik, and I am traveling to Kervalan. My party and I have questions and hope to find you amicable. A moment goes by with silence. Roll a performance check, please. Five. Okay. It was loud, but not very persuasive. Friendly. Actually, not friend, not that friendly sounding. Demanding. <laughs> Demanding. But there weren't any hostile words in what you said. After a moment, one of the doors opens, and a rickety old skeleton man walks out in shambly kind of military-looking clothes with the beret on. Like a skeleton man or a skeleton? It is a walking skeleton. Ah. Turns around. And then leans in the house, and you just see him say, Just give me a minute. And then closes the door. Turns around, pulls his shirt down a bit. <clears throat> Hello there, says the skeleton. Pulls his shirt down? Just like, you know how you would pull your shirt down to make it straight, you know? Oh, kind of like Picard. It's already... It's already it's like Picard, yeah. Picard getting up from exactly the... Exactly like Picard doing that. That's right. exactly it. All right. Um, pulls his shirt down, looks down, and, and looks to you and says, Now look here. We don't want any trouble. If you just want some information, I'd be happy to help, and then I can... Then you can move along. Our trouble is, bo <laughs> is bottled for a single man. What was his name again? Uh, Uvexian? Yeah. Obixian? Uh, hang on. Uh, this, the, this the Mind Flayer guy? Uvexian. I will. Uvexian, you can say it's easy. I will write the e rating in our Discord there. Uvexian. And we seek him. Ah. Uh, you, you're looking for the master of the of these lands these lands yes 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 tentacle face guy that's the one we've had the displeasure of bumping into him one or two times is that when you lost your flesh pardon me <laughs> do I have meat on me <laughs> these are strange questions you are you a strange are. fellow. Are we strange to you? You are a lizard folk. You walk like an upright human. A man, even. But you have lizardy eyes and scales. We've seen your kind before. And you are all bones. With no sinew to hold you together. What? No. Uh, I'm not quite getting what you're saying there. Uh, these trees around us. 
Yes. You see them? Why, sure. What foliage do they possess? They don't possess any foliage. They're trees. And they have eyeballs in them. Okay, very good. We have connected once, on that part. Once you get over the fact that they're eyeballs, you actually find you can make a lot of food with them. They're delicious. Very well. I mean, for a place like this, let me tell you, not a lot of stuff to eat around here. It's good that these eyeballs are just everywhere. We'd all be dead. You should try some. If you're feeling hungry, I recommend it. Yes. A path, Varel. Yes, a uh, path. Uh, we search for Kervalon and your master. Oh, oh, right. Nope, not, not our master. Nope. Master of these lands, then. Well, sure. I mean, whatever this place is, whatever you call it, we're still trying to figure out what exactly its molecular composition is made out of. You wouldn't happen to have any information in this regard. I lean over to Varel and go, Nerds. My friend has identified you as nerds. <laughs> ah. That's a that's an old word. Do you share this meaning? Do I sheriff? Did you say? Share this meaning. Are you a nerd? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm I'm I mean, that's where I come from. That's a pejorative term. You say that to someone to put them down. I'm not a nerd any more than I am a lamp or a tree. Or a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. How did you get here, by the way? You don't look like you're from around here. Stanley, I grow weary. <laughs> hey, you're the one who wanted to talk to him. We fought a flying man who stole a child. This child was dear to one in our party, and we now search for it. So, uh, we were descended into the forest. You're talking about <clears throat> the, the Uvexiad. The master of these lands. I should stay away from him. That is not our goal. Well, what business do you have with him? I wish to beat his ass. <laughs> the skeleton laughs. That sounds like a great goal, but I, I think that might be a bad idea. He's He has a strength and power that is beyond our understanding. And we've entertained the notion of perhaps rising up against him to fight our way out of here. But we can't do it until we're sure we that our plan will work. A plan? Well, we don't have a plan yet. We're coming up with the plan. I see. We see, we're, I think you got stranded here, much like us. So we are in a place far from home. Yes. In. Uh, well, hang on. 
I don't know the answer to that question, really. Did you travel here through the stars? No. Did you? Yes. My crew and I, we were flying from... <clears throat> we were flying from Bozen 7 to uh, this place, this planet called Rigel 5. Have you heard of it? Oh, shit. Nash, Stanley, I'm out of my league. Yeah, you're not alone. The um, skeleton isn't making a lot of sense and also doesn't seem to realize it's a skeleton. <laughs> Do we appear like skeletons to you? Yes. Fascinating. Do we appear as skeletons to you? No. No, you do not. When you say we, are you implying you're not a human being? You're something else. Um, I'm definitely human. Alright. You're not seeing me as a human, you're seeing me as as what? Like a Is it an Bone, X-ray of me? Bones in a suit. Well, please don't attack. I, I We mean you no harm. The last skeletons we met danced and made an invisible dinner. I am not afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> did, you did you meet the skeletons here in this forest? No, deep underground. You're the first. Underground where? Oh, in Dust Hill. Yes, but, but what planet? This one. There are many planets. Are yes. you saying you, you got here on your planet? Nesh, have, in the solar mines, did you ever hear a name for what we live on? Uh, it's Earth. I, I know that. Yeah, Earth. I can confirm that. It is Earth. I've heard that. Oh! Oh, you're from Earth. I've heard this right. We're from Earth. Oh, shit. We are literally on Earth confusing Skeleton Man. <laughs> Wait, we're... This isn't Earth. Unless something's happened. That the history is... speaks of a... Not an explosion, but a death of the planet. So you're, you're people of Earth. Wow. What's... Did you just get there? Get here from there? We've never not been here. Do you know how you got back? We'd like to go back. We'd like to get out of here. Back where? Remember when to I Earth? told you, Varel, this was going to be opening up a whole other can of worms? This is exactly the kind of talk I was talking about. It's more answers than a bird folded many times over. <laughs> we are on Earth right now. We haven't left, nor did we return. We have been on it this entire time. Fascinating. Would you mind? Not really. If you, if, would you mind if we ran a couple of scans on you, just to see if there are perhaps any interesting sources of radiation or anything we can learn that your bodies would be telling us, so that 
Perhaps we could find a way back. I will not submit to cuts, and I will not eat anything. No cuts. But you no may cuts. look upon me. All you just have to do is stand there, and he um he opens the door to one of the houses, and he says, eh, "Pass me that. Pass me that. All right." And he brings out what looks like an egg beater, <clears throat> but it's got like a little box on it, and he starts spinning the egg beater, and then putting the egg beater up to your body, and it's you know whisking the air. And he doesn't touch you with it, but he puts it near your body, the skeleton with the beret on, and begins, begins testing your body. And he's like, wow, fascinating. And, and, and you... Um, what, is your, what is your name? He's referring to you, Hope. Hope. Would you mind if I gave you a scan? I guess not. Takes the egg beater and begins beating the air with it and whirling it around and getting his tests. And once he's done, he turns to Nash and says, Would you mind if I gave a scan of your body? If I had a scan? If this hurts, you'll die. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And he begins scanning uh, your body as well. And then once he's done, he turns to you, Stanley, and says, Would you mind? Uh, what's your name? Stanley Billings. Okay, Stanley, thank you. I'm Sergeant Tulupa. Uh, can, I, can I scan your body? Sergeant Tulupa, sure. Go ahead. All right. And he begins scanning your body. He's like, thank you. This information will be most helpful to us. We appreciate it. But can we in- invite you in for some food? You must be hungry. We will eat nothing from this land. <laughs> <laughs> but it is not out of disrespect. <laughs> well, fair enough. But Ensign Broccoli just made a bunch of eyeball soup. <laughs> and, and we think that and we'd love to have you for guests. You seem very nice. We will eat out of a sack of our own design. We should probably get going. We have to get to Carvalon. We can't stay here. There's nothing I can do to talk you out of going to Carvalon and just coming back to Earth with us. We're already on Earth. <laughs> I know it seems that way to you, uh, Mr. Billings, but uh, the truth is more complicated than that about what's happening here, but We'll figure out what happened, and once we do, we'll come back and get you. You're going to be at Caravalon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we have a way for you to, to, to get there. And since I don't know that we'll be needing it anymore, maybe we have a horse and a carriage. And I know it's hard to navigate through these woods, so it's, it's very narrow. And it has some special properties that kind of make it work here. Uh, so you can take that for this information that you provided for us. I think it'll be very helpful in finding our way out of here, finally. Sure, that would be most helpful. And he goes, everyone! Everyone! I've got great news! we found a way out! And then doors from the other houses open, and skeletons make their way out in various military uniforms. And they go, what? Huh? And then he forms a circle and says, look! And he raises the egg beater up 
I've collected data from, from travelers who just came to this strange realm, and I think the passage may still remain open. Which way did you come from? Can you point us in the right direction? Just, just straight to the south. All right. Well, let's go have a look. Uh, let's form an away team. Uh, Ensign Broccoli, you're on the away team, as well as you, uh, uh, Commander <laughs> Piker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You go and you check it out and come back here and tell me what you find. We appear near a large hole. You will find a dead tyrant inside. Very good. That's helpful. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We're going to uh, we're going to go check that out. And if you just want to take the carriage, uh, you're welcome to it. And um, and I mean, if things go kind of bad in there, just keep in mind our ship crashed here in this realm. And it's been kind of covered up. Like, But if you need a way to get out, you might possibly want to think about trying to restore that ship and take it out. And he sort of opens up one of his cloaks and he has this glowing cylinder in his hand. He says, you'll just need to put this... Do you know what a, what a, a warp drive is? No. Nope. I've heard of this, but it was only in stories. Oh, I assure you, warp drives are very real. So if you just take this coil into the engineering bay, and you can't miss it, there's a big design on the side of the panel, you can put that in there, and then you'll be able to power the ship. And it has this glowing thing here, why don't you take it? We may as well take I'll it. reach out and take it before we give that to Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you. All right, we're going to go have a look at this, and they start making their way in the direction you've come from, and the town empties out. Where's this horse? Do we have it now? Uh, he mentioned it was in the barn. Okay. To the barn, then. All right, you make your way to the barn. And you see this building that's larger than the rest of the houses, made of the same wood, and it has a latch on it where it's closed. You hear a come from inside. That's the horse. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Would have never figured out that mystery, but crack the case, bud. Is it a skeleton horse, though? Or is a regular meat meat on bones horse? Well, you haven't opened up know. the barn let's yet. Find out. Oh, let's do it. Flick open the latch and open the door. You flick open the latch and open the door, and you see the top half of a horse glowing green, and it's attached to a carriage, and it sort of floats out, and the carriage floats out without any wheels. Everything glows green. It doesn't even. It looks like a light show more than uh, an actual. Horse and carriage. Like underglows? Yeah. Isn't that green from the weir? Very weir-like green. Okay. We would probably recognize that. Hmm. Well, who would be the best driver with animals? Uh, has anyone, anyone driven a horse before? 
Alright, we can just get completely mechanical with this, right? I got a plus four to animal handling. Anybody Damn. need a plus four? No. Hold on. I have a plus one. Get all elf on that horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get up on it. I'll, uh, I can give it a go. I've been around creatures like this before. Hopefully climb, climb up the carriage. All right, you climb up to the carriage, and it's surprisingly, uh, its properties are like it's real, but it doesn't look like it's real. So you're just sort of floating above on the air, it feels like. But you're sitting on it safely. Hope gets on. Stanley gets on. Varel, do you mount? Okay, Varel mounts. Stanley, or Nash? Yeah, I'll mount. Or, I mean, I'll, yeah. Are we all okay. going to fit on so this everyone... damn thing? Or is it a cart? Yeah, everyone... There's a wagon on the back. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Think of like the hateful eight, like that wagon. Yeah, yeah. You can get inside or you can sit on top. I'm gonna. S hmm. I'm gonna get on top, and I'm gonna lay on my back like a snow angel style, and I'm gonna just lay there and look at the yeah. sky as we go. All right. That's what you do. Yep. Uh, okay. So the horse sort of neighs a bit. <laughs> and looks, you know, <laughs> ready to take instruction. All right, take the reins, give it a little yip, and then uh, start moving. All right. All right, but it doesn't have legs, but you hear galloping, and it begins taking off, and it runs right into the forest, and it looks like it's running right at a tree, but then you notice as it hits, it goes to hit the tree, the tree's reality warps and bends, and the trees move out of the way of the horse. It goes... And it sort of forms this little U whenever there's a tree or two dents of trees for it to be able to run in that direction. And it just begins to run in the direction you told it, which I assume is towards Caravalon and the light in the sky. Yeah. All right. That might be a good image to end on at this point. Okay. But we will end today with the party riding on horseback, ghost horseback, through the forest of care of this eyeball forest and we'll reach Caravalon next episode that sounds awesome I love this I love where this is going although you really want us in space that's my thinking I think he wants this in space really bad maybe not I don't know he's trying to get something out of Bo he's not going to say alright you know God what does it, what does it say God uh, blows up your mushroom garden he opens a a, a zoo Eggplant. is that a thing <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that, that up? I don't know what that is. No, it's uh, what is it? He shuts a window and closes the door. Oh, if uh, <laughs> if you know, the, door uh, if the, the Lord shuts a door, I've covered all the exits, says God. You're screwed. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is, but I I'm like really it. sad about the rickshaw not being used, though. Me but. too. Gosh dang it, that thing was cool. Also, was really I'm so cool. sad about the Fate Four. I want to scream, but I'll bet we build something better later. That's all I good. really enjoyed destroying it. I'll say oh that. my gosh! <laughs> and you were so quick to do it. You were just like, "Hey, there's a giant dinosaur," and then he turned and stepped all over the truck. Right, 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 right. And that was yeah, it. Yeah, I figured the Fate Four was gone. Well, I mean, I wanted to convey how impersonal that was to a T Rex. He doesn't care. Yeah. It's like G when T-Rex doesn't even know it's sentimental no. or a thing. It's My main like... source, Jurassic Park, showed that the T-Rex did not step on the car when chasing Ian Malcolm. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. These 
These dinosaurs vindictive, like, nope. clearly. No respect for primary <laughs> I sources. Got, I got bashed in the snoot and was like, I'll deal with you, but first I'm going to really mess up this car. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's awesome. All right, well, yeah. uh, we'll pick this up next week right where we left off. Uh, all is well for, let's see. Yeah, all is well for next week. The week after that, I will be out of town. So we'll figure out what we're doing then. We don't know yet. But uh, Oh, all is well for next week. So we yeah. want to end on a big bang. Yeah, yeah. Next week could be awesome. So please come back. Thank you all for watching, for listening, for being a part of our support system, which you can find at therewillbedungeons.com. Sign up. You'll love it. There's great stuff in there. Early uh, bonus shows, all kinds of cool artwork, digital rewards. It's a great thing to do. It's all homegrown. We made it ourselves, which means we manage it and do everything ourselves, which uh, I think is a good thing. Makes it a lot more personal. So go check it out. There will be dungeons.com. And you can find that. Uh, we'll give you all the other things you might need. Old episodes, you want to catch up, check it out on YouTube. It's all there. That's going to do it for us. For me, for John, for Bo, for Kristen, for Kyle. And that's all that it's for. Oh, and for eye stocks on plants everywhere. No, and for uh, Uvexia. And for Uvexia. Uvexia. Yeah, for uh, dreams be sweet. For everyone's favorite mind flare. And for eyeball trees everywhere, we wish you the best week possible. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.